0: Hello there. Welcome to yet another installation of Nightmare Cinema. Um, today I am assisted by Mr. Sean Watkins. Say hello, Sean. Hello, hello. And uh, Mr. Jonathan Don. Say hello, John. It's just John. Hello, hello. Uh, so today we are doing Cabin in the Woods. Um, at least I hope we are, because that's the film that I watched. <laughs> um, there wasn't much. There wasn't much discussion on the chat about this, apart from the fact that um Sean as predicted <laughs> hated it yeah. um which i knew he, he would and i know there's there's a bit we'll get into it obviously right at the end and then that was the bit where i imagine that you probably just turned it off and didn't see the final couple of minutes there's a brilliant cameo in it which i think is the reason why you probably the apex reason that you hate it and then i'll come to you in a second you go. <gasps> Yeah, just now. You'll do that thing where you go, just now. Okay, let's see. <laughs> okay, so *Cabin in the Woods um, released, I believe, in 2012 after a, a couple of delays. It was due to be distributed um, by MGM, and they sort of went, well, no, we're, we're restructuring. We don't want this. And then sort of just like passed it off um, to Lionsgate. Lionsgate have done um, a number of actually um, similar um, films that they've distributed which would have made you think um, it, it would have been a perfect home for this in fact Josh Whedon described it as the perfect home um, for this film they, they've done some really uh, decent films they've done some less decent ones in this sort of genre um, I believe they were sort of um, the, the guys that did the Saw films and the House for a Thousand Corpses Devil's Reject American Psycho Um, and the Texas Chainsaw 3D, which is actually not terrible. However, they have also done, um, oh, they've done The Descent as well, but they have also done The Descent 2, Mm. American Psycho 2, uh, Mm. and The Leprechaun Returns. Oh, wow. So make of that what you will. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Glowing filmography there. (laughs) I know, yeah. Um, I remember uh, watching this obviously a few years ago, I've only seen it once before yesterday, um, thinking, as I still do, it's a brilliant subversion of the genre. Um, I think one thing I love (laughs) about it, which I know, take it ahead, which I know you hate about films, is that it's stupid, and it reminded me of American Werewolf, and the fact that it's just (laughs) stupid, but it's still brilliant. Um, Well, for me anyway. Um, uh, Josh Whedon... um, co-wrote this uh, I think with his writing partner from Buffy um, and it was released um, I think with Mutant Enemy Productions um, which was the the company you probably know more about it than me that he set up when they they did Buffy um so and he explained this as simply and I think it's the best way to describe it it's a love hate letter to horror um to the horror genre because they, as a, a pair of them, as Josh Whedon and um, the guy that he, uh, the guy that actually directed it, so Drew Goddard, and um, the pair of them said they they loved horror films and they just hated the way that the the pendulum was sort of swinging more towards it was just repetitive, sort of you know teenage, um, archetypal garbage, which you could you know um, you knew what was going to happen as soon as it happened. I think what they've done is actually just take that idea and brilliantly subverted it and just twisted the whole thing on its head. I'll tell you now, there is probably nothing I don't really like about this film. Wow. So that's that's the angle I I, I was watching. I kind it went, of agree. This is brilliant. <gasps> oh, this 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 is, this is this is so good. There's not there's there's a there's a problem with it, which we'll get into later. Good but exact. it's not quite yeah, but it's not quite um it's not a problem, it's just a get-out clause. In fact, I'll tell you now, the thing is that when you do like a subversion of the genre, any any bit of it, and when you do a film like this, any bit of it that you don't like, and you think, oh, that's boring, that's a bit, that's a bit, that's not great, then they can just turn around and say, well, yeah, it's meant to be like that, because it's a satire, so it's meant to be this but it's meant to be boring. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They can I sort of get I mean. away by saying that. But however, I don't think there were that many... And boring bits in it where they would have needed that sort of um, escape route, if you will. Um, so when I watched it ages ago, I remembered um, I remember the twist or the twist or the or the marrying together the the two sides of the story um, was a bit more instantaneous. Um, and there is a, another problem I have with it, um, but we'll get into that. And a bit more, but it's only very minor very very minor um and the rest of it's wonderful so that's my little introduction great as for the as for the pair of you um before we watched it recently for the purposes of doing this have either of you seen it before
1: yeah yeah
0: yeah no. did you see it like sort of <laughs> when it first come out and did you or you know, what, what are your memories of, of watching it, seeing it the first time?
2: I don't think I went to the cinema to see it. Um, I wasn't that interested. I think I was coming out of my just fanboy stage by then, mm. thank God. Um, I found that all of his characters sounded the same um, from Buffy to Angel to Firefly to that other TV show that he did that failed. Um, A lot of his characters have these stupid quips and they all sound the same, they all speak the same, they all speak like he does. So I was bored of him. Um, So when this film finally came out, I just left it until I saw it in HMV, in The Bargain. Yeah, and thought, oh, I'll give it a watch. Um, Didn't think much of it, still don't think much of it. It's not like truly awful. Like it's not. It just isn't. It's um. It's really stylish. I think the best thing about it is Jesse Williams. Though.
0: Jesse Williams, who plays,
2: the scholar guy. I can't remember his name. Oh, oh yeah. Who cares? Who cares? I... Holden. What's Here he been in
0: before? His name. He's, bid he's in Grey's
2: Anatomy. I think. Did that's you like from.
0: Did you like it because he takes his top off?
2: Well, obviously. Yeah. And he's fit. Yeah, John. which was which was a good. Oh. Sorry, let me just jump in. It was a good subversion there because usually it's like the girls with the bangers out, and then it was well, that does happen. Lads with the bangers out. Well, yeah, it does. Yeah, Um but still, yeah.
0: There's enough I, for everyone. There is.
2: <laughs> I I
1: have always liked this. I've I remember watching it for the first time, and I thought this is great. This is this is exactly right up my street. It's, I mean, it's no exorcist and it's no it's never gonna like carry the torch of horror, but as a a kind of different take on it, I, I think it's I think it's fantastic. I really do. I I have never ever ever understood why you hate it so much. You it's something that you've never really explained to me. And considering the depth of detail you go into with most films you hate, it's just I don't like that. And that's all you've ever said. That's all we've ever said about it. Is that I nothing else? No, not for me. It's just and not just, for you.
2: I just don't like it. Like, there's, there's nothing about it that I like.
1: I think there's so much going on
2: in it. It's, it's as Johnny
1: said, it's a, it's a love and hate letters to horror. I think as, as that, it works better than almost any film out there. Mm. I just think it's, it's such a laugh. And it's got nine-inch nails on it at the end of it. Mm. What more do you need? If you don't take it too seriously and you just watch it as a kind of like, I think it might actually be made for people like me, you know, people who aren't massively into horror and haven't carved fucking Jason, flipping Jason Voorhees name on our arm. And like, I, 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 I don't take horror, certain horror, most horror films very seriously. And this is perfect for me. I, I loved it. I was scared and I laughed and I screamed in equal measure. I always do. I must have seen this six or seven times now, and it, it, I, I don't get bored of it ever.
2: Yeah, this is only the second time for me, and I don't think I'll watch it for a few years again. Now,
0: I think it's um, it should be like the flagship film of this podcast because it literally it just <laughs> it's everything that we say week in week out is stupid and is a trope, and it just takes them and. Puts them under the magnifying glass and basically says to us, "You're right. These things are stupid, and we've made a film about it." Yeah. Um. Yeah. It it puts those like sort of wannabe slasher classics, which is just reboots and rehashes, and just squashes them under its boot. Yeah. Mm, um, it's one of the fashion really.
1: If you if you Squish go into then, this if you go into this taking it seriously you you're not going to enjoy it you do, you you're going to come out frustrated and you're probably going to phone me and moan moan about everything to me Sean. um but if if you go in and you just treat it like it is and it's just a celebration of of everything that's come before it you'll come out and you'll be made up with it you'll, i i know i am i i, th- I genuinely think it's it, it gets better every time i watch it the 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 stand I'm going to do a bit of a spoil now, but the standout scene for me is when, you know, just just after they kind of fiddle with the lifts and mm. those those guy guards are just by the lift, by all the lifts, and then there's a moment of silence. And then just about every nightmare creature you can think of from every film in the past
0: falls out and just lays waste to them. That's I, this, this I, I, brilliant. You know, you know what? Sorry to talk uh, about I cheer just, when that happens. Just, just to add to that point, I think there is an extreme comic timing brilliance of the ding of the elevator. Yeah. It's just ding, yeah. and it's like absolute chaos.
1: But we're talking about it now, and I can see us both... Sean isn't, I just better point that out. <laughs> but we're both smiling about it, and that's,
2: that's the kind of... No, um, I need to stop you there, because... No. His hands are up. You're absolutely wrong. I, <laughs> I, do, I do appreciate what you're talking about. I do. I get it, and I love the way it looks. I really, really do. I, there are some things I like about it, but I don't think it's this thing that you're making it out to be. It's it's just Oh, well, no, like this analysis of horror film. It's it's just it's not not an not
1: analysis. analysis. It's no way an analysis. It's just a celebration. It's, it's not a celebrating party. anything
2: but itself. I it's
0: a party. I, I think it's not a party. I, th- I think i think it's it's both in all honesty i think uh, you're going to get annoyed because i think i've read maybe too much into this um but we'll see what you think in a minute uh, i just want to get that cameo bit out the way now Go that on. we're all sort of influx john do you remember the cameo at the end from just one of sean what are those um sorry you, you have mentioned it in the past that we talked about it the, the the sort of surviving female final not, girls Final Girls, yeah. Um, so maybe the most famous one in history, if you could call her that. Certainly, I believe it will be your favourite or she will be your favourite in another franchise of films. Makes Anyone the one I hit, can think
1: of is Jamie Lee Curtis?
0: Cap- no. Sigourney? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think th- that would be the, the what tipped you over the edge. Into what? Liking it or disliking it? No, just liking it, just going, just getting to the end, the final bit, and going, well, at least it's over now. And then you seeing her, one of your most sort of so celebrated uh, portrayers of character. I mean, just,
2: it was no surprise to me that I saw her. I mean, she made Alien Resurrection, so her judgment is fucked, in my opinion, anyway. That's true. Um, and that's yours? She did. She did. And um, that was also a just script. Um, i not saying anything. Oh. it's all there in front of us. Um, yeah, I was, I, I didn't really think much of it. I was like, oh, Sigourney, okay. <laughs> like, again, I mean, nothing to it, nothing to her character, nothing yeah. about it. She just wears leather gloves and kicks his ass in the end. Yeah. And coming back to the final girl thing, I did sort of like that there wasn't a final girl. There was final girl and guy, but they were both going to die anyway.
0: Well, the, 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 final, the final girl thing was part of the whole sort of, satirical arrangement of it it's when the best thing about this film probably for me is um, which he's brilliant in anything Richard Jenkins and also Brad Whitford the, the sort of the relationship that they have with each other uh, some of the comic time and some of the things that they do um, as these two uh, sort of runners of the office um, which is funny in itself and obviously they say you know it's the, as long as the girl dies at the end as long as the girl survives um, which is yeah another another trope of, of horror in it and you know and they, they've made it so that these things all have to happen like you know there's always the scholar um, the the virgin the the jock or, or whatever um, and I then
2: didn't, I didn't really get that in part because she was like I'm not a virgin and, so and he's like oh well, we'll work with what we've got <laughs> I, don't yeah. like,
0: I don't get it I don't get it I think it's, it's obviously things that have been sort of meant to have been going since the ancient times, and obviously, the fact that, that you know it, it's hard to find a virgin these days, yeah. Who's, I
2: think there's a
0: bit of a joke. So then,
2: how would you, how would sacrificing hair give
0: appease the old gods or whatever? No, they work you? with what they've got. I know what you mean. It's not, it's not crystal clear. Um, the there are some bits about does, the maybe the she only gave heads, yeah, maybe. <laughs>
1: No, she talks about a professor at the beginning, doesn't she? she but does. I, th- I think it's a kind of nod to how does it, there's not much not much purity left in the world. I think that's just all that is. But again, you are correct. It doesn't really make it clear or make a point about it. Just going back to the Sigourney Weaver bit when you were talking about that then, her part is so bland and pointless for someone like that. I actually thought you were talking about a different cameo that I didn't notice that's why I was thinking of Jamie Lee Curtis and I was thinking I actually had the internet open here thinking it's Jamie Lee Curtis in this? and I
0: didn't even know she plays the um, giant scorpion I mean there's yeah. loads of, it's just, <laughs>
1: there's loads of just, cameos
0: you, in there you, yeah he
1: just with, with Sigourney Weaver's part you just go why have they got hair for this I mean she walks on and you go yeah like that. and then when you think about it she doesn't really do much she just no. talk, as you said she talks words she with leather gloves with and battles someone yeah, I was just like I—I I genuinely was searching then to see if I'd missed something, but um, but I—I—I
0: yeah, yeah, I, I, I thought it was good. I enjoyed a little cameo. Nah, it's all right, I suppose. But you're right, Sean. The sort of the the thing about the other Virgin, that at the end, it's a bit—it's a bit convoluted. Um, but yeah, I think like John said, it's like there's—you know—there's a lot less purity. So, as as we've gone through the eighties and sort of hit hit modern day, it's a lot harder to find. <laughs> A of a that age when back in the day everyone would have been but you know the, the gods still seem appeased so it's fine it's a little blurry but I think I'll, yeah, I'll, Josh, I'll allow it
1: Josh Whedon isn't really big on, it.
0: on detail though is he?
2: he
1: doesn't no, he jo- I, of, I'm
2: sorry John I'll take he just kind no, of brushes over points no you're completely wrong there oh buddy like, I'm not I'm not a Josh Whedon fan but he is not light on detail he goes into detail and he plans shit Name something
1: since Buffy that he has done. Angel done that with.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've never watched Angel. i, never, I Firefly, win. the Avengers. I've
2: never, watched,
0: I've never watched Buffy or Angel. You've never watched Buffy or Angel. Why? No, why? I am. Um, I listen to the. I'd see the theme tune come on and go. Oh, that's an amazing theme tune, and just like switch it off. I don't know oh. why. I've got. No, I've, I've never watched it.
1: Angel. I get bored of Buffy by the third season.
2: Oh God, kill oh, him now. You need to keep going. No, I don't. It it needs me to keep going. No, it I should think, keep me there. I think you're too old for it anyway. You've missed that. You've missed that. <laughs> I grew up no. on it. You didn't. I, I grew fucking up fucking 15 it. when it came me. out. You're supposed to be a leopard. <laughs> I'm sorry. Anyway, anyway. Those, I think those, missed four, that window. those four years matter, don't they? They do. Angel might have been more
0: your age, though. No. Continue. Just no. Anyway, um, so let me just... Um, I'll just say some things about this this film that I like very much. Okay. Um, as I mentioned before, I think Richard Jenkins and, and Brad Whitford um, bring something to it, uh, which I thought that the comic timing and uh, the whole thing was was very funny. Um, obviously, everything's sort of hammed up to the point of no return. Um, obviously, it's got Chris Hemsworth in it as well, so I'm not too sure. 2012 Avengers sort of just about coming out as he thought by then. I think he must have been. Um, I so think he, he was. Came was out he, the same year, didn't he? Well, um, yeah. So was, I take it he was. You know, this wasn't something he did years and years prior to becoming a big star. He was pretty much. He was a, a star yeah. in his own right.
2: I think it was filmed a few years before it yeah, came out. Yeah, three years before it was. Uh, it was released. Yeah. So he might have. He's probably worked in between. Yeah. yeah. So it's not something that he probably do now I'd imagine two, two, is Bardi 2009 is completely different? yeah his body is completely different in this and but, I mean not
0: that I know you yeah, picked up on it yeah Yeah. <laughs> um. you know what I find that uh, right from the opening scene I think it's 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 brilliant and this is maybe where I'm reading too much you can let me know the opening scene um, with uh, Richard Jenkins and Brad Whitford where it's this whole sort of office environment but obviously what does the office do oh it controls these ancient people it's control of killing people in a massive sacrifice um it sort of conveys to me sort of um the uh, sort of how passive workers are um it, it like it what do they call it like mortuary humor and um, become in sort of any industry uh, i think there's a an app comparison to the real world obviously later um everything sort of goes mad and hits the fan but i think in that way it's best with the the passivity if that's a word of the workers and everyone in the office and how even later on when they're sort of having the the wrap party again just prior to everything hitting the fan um you know the the joking and then it, it's sort of it's a satire on sort of like a modern office it's like everything is sort of the same as it would be in my office or your office except obviously they're doing these sort of, in one view, uh, sort of horrendous things. Mm. Um, so I think at this film's best, it works as a satire on the, the human condition to become normalised to the horror of, of the real world, albeit through an extremely ridiculous medium, uh, akin to the sort of stuff um, Brett Easton Ellis writes, although I'm pretty sure he'd hate that comparison, but... Um, more American Psycho than um, sort of Rules of Attraction are less than zero, um, because there is this uh, maniacal um, driver, which in American Psycho is the the psychopath, and and uh, against this this background world of um, passivity, and then in um, obviously in this it's the fact that we're sacrificing uh, teenagers to appease uh, massive gods that live in the core of the earth. Um, uh, and I think it's 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 okay doing that because it's it doesn't take itself seriously like john said um and it it knows it knows exactly what it is it's a very self aware film or am I giving this film too much credit? Mm. i I do get what you're saying um and I think
2: from what I read, they created that first scene so that people would think that they arrived that they were sat at the wrong film um, because it's called yeah. In the Woods and it's all happening in an office. And I think that's right. why the title is so, like, shocking when it comes up, like, big, bold red letters. Like, no, you are in the yeah. right Um, if you want to stay. Um, no, I don't <laughs> think you've read too much into that at all. Um, I do think those parts have allow for some humour in the film and give us a breather from what's going on in the cabin, which, to be honest, is not very much so. But to me, it got a little bit repetitive and a little bit boring. Like, pick pick, pick one part that you want me to be in and show me it, because mm. it was too much back and forth for me and I wasn't buying into it at all.
1: Oh, I, I, I like that. Why are we friends? I... I liked the way it was like you—you you got a, a break from them both, and you could see them doing all of the cliches, like injecting gas into the room that made them a little bit dumber and stuff like that. And it was like, yeah, when when Chris Hemsworth goes, we all need to stick together. We need to go room to room to room, and they go, oh, and then the next minute they go watch and learn, and they do this. thing, right, we need to split up.
0: I thought that was brilliant. I loved it. I, I honestly loved it. Yeah, it's a massive. It's a massive, obviously, joke um uh, at the sort of um expense of all those horror films and those the ones where you know it's sort of like a, a bingo list isn't it um yeah. you know where it's like um wait for you know obviously there's a jock, there's um uh, good looking girls, there's a girl who's dumb, there's a girl who's also good looking but slightly more intelligent, momentum to root for her. There's a scholar, the guy who's smart, and then there's like a, a, a stoner. Um so and they all sort of subscribe to these these schemas of of what they are. So the stoner will talk about conspiracies. The the you know the the really pretty blonde girl will you know just be dumb and that. And it's like you say they they affect that by you know turning on a certain gas or putting these hormones in a hair in a hair dye to make to increase her libido. So I th- I thought that was really really good. The one bit that I have a problem with and I think is a bit
1: pointless is where they're playing truth or dare and they get her to go and make out with the wolf.
0: I just think to myself, I, off. I that bit was trying to look up any significance of oh. a woman um, kissing or having sex yeah. with a wolf, uh, thinking just, that there it was some deeper meaning. Um, yeah, it
1: strikes me as they've gone, what, do we, what can I do here? I wish you can go and do that. It's just...
2: It is a little bit... It is a little bit slutty, but whenever I see a wolf and a girl, I always think of Little Red Riding Hood. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. The danger there and stuff. But did you get onto the reference to the X Files, Johnny? Oh.
0: Was it was it spoken or was it? Something yeah, it was like, just a little line of dialogue. Did you? Was there a frame picture of Mitch Pledge's six-pack somewhere <laughs> in the cabin? <laughs> <laughs> when he just went away and came back and became absolutely hench. Uh, no, no, I didn't didn't, but there's there's another reference that I can mention after this. Not as exciting, but go on, enlighten me. So it's it's a line
2: from the Exiles, um mm. and it's literally where they stood by the wolf, the stoner and the smart girl. Um and he says we are not who we are, and that mm. is a reference to an old um, x files episodes I did not know that well there you go do you know what which episode was it um it was I have a feeling it was ice um but let me double check ice from like season season one maybe um I will double check for you and get back to you
0: okay well um did anyone I don't know if anyone spotted any other references there's certainly one I, I think to a film that we've done um towards the end which was uh, Hellraiser. Yeah. You know, when that obviously the yeah, big yeah. Um, the big bloke with the sword through his head and he had that not quite a, a little box, but you know, I thought that was quite a quite a strong reference to Hellraiser then. I'm not he sure was if they were... okay. Um <laughs> to, to a demon no. Sean <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. That's why <laughs>
2: He was actually called he was actually credited as oh my god, what Raise was a his head. name? But he was the Lord of like the like the Lord of Fornication or something. And I think maybe that's in, what In you or Cabin in the Woods. In Cabin in the Woods. That's you know that guy with the swords in his head, that's what he's like, yeah. he was a nod to the Cenobites. Um, ah. Fornicus, Lord of Bondage and Pain. Brilliant. Yeah that's Explain, what John's handle is on the internet forum. explains
1: him. everything about why you found him hot now Sean
0: uh, another bit that I really liked as well going back onto that Fornicus bit obviously he was one of the, the possible endings um, I really like this sort of the, the pick your own story they obviously pick their own demise um, yeah. what I will say is I don't know if this was one of the points this is what I was getting onto before it's like well they could say yeah we meant to do that we meant to make it like that but out of all those things, they picked like the most. Boring yes, they one. really did. And they picked like the, the um they picked the only one that would have been like suitable for that cabin in the woods. Like you know, yeah. I don't understand how a giant spider would have. You well, know, I, I mean, a giant spider would have definitely worked. Okay, that bad example. Um, there were loads of weird big things. Yeah, like the, the the robotic the scorpion
1: thing would have been interesting.
0: That was yeah. fucking cool. So no, but I, I I completely uh, agree
1: with Johnny on this one. Out of everything they could have picked, they pick that, and you just think maybe that maybe they did it on purpose. But I don't know. Maybe it's just like another cliche cabin woods zombie horror family
0: sort of thing. Yeah, I, I wasn't really bothered about. And like, the, like I think I th- the the and when they do come and come and get them. Um, I think they generally tried to make it interesting but the only, the only sort of bit where it dragged was literally the bit which was a horror film. <laughs> yeah. You know, where they were all like, they were trying to fight the hillbillies and like, like, we've seen this a billion times before but then again they can just come back and say, well yeah, that's yeah. the point. And it wasn't totally boring. They, they look not, amazing. Not Everyone in it, everything boring. in it looked
1: amazing. Every single nasty in it looked, apart from
0: the and it looked a bit shit. But, the mer- the mer- the Merman, which is I think is the the best Chekhov's gun that there has ever been. Yeah. And uh, his reaction at the end was like, Oh come on. And the Merman was was sick because when it just like ate him and then it blew like the fountain of blood out of it. Yeah. Oh um, like,
1: the amount dorsal. of crap after after everything kicks off, the amount of stuff going on, it's just it's absolute chaos. And I just
0: I it's, a, the, it's like a feast yeah. for the eyes. I I didn't know I didn't know where to look. Always at the robot Scorpion, obviously, yeah. but you know. Yeah. <laughs> um but you know, we can um Oh my it, god Drew Goddard is really handsome. Does he? Yeah. Anyway. Well, that was where things erupted up him for, wasn't it? It's alright. I was I was flailing. It was wrapping up. Yeah. I um, <laughs> can There was a bit that I didn't really understand. I didn't really know what the hell was going on because it's before they sort of get any of the pheromones that start making them acting a bit weird. When they're in the, the room at the start, of the dorm, you probably don't even remember it because it's such a sort of non-event. Um, Chris Hemsworth is talking to Dana, the smart one. In fact, maybe that's even not to the X-Files, um, about these books and then his girlfriend just the blonde one just goes on a mad one for like two seconds. And yeah, it's
2: supposed, it's supposed
0: to be, to be banter, but it just doesn't work i I don't really understand it yeah. because he laughs afterwards yeah. and then it's a bit like it's just, just it's stuff. just the kind of cool joke up. between them, but it doesn't really
1: work my it's actually yeah. reminded me of something else. I think what they needed to do first was they needed to establish their own personalities a lot more than they did because like you you don't get to know them in any way. The, the the personalities don't change that much until um mm. Stony guy says, Why is he acting like that? Why is she acting like that? You should have seen it first. You should, yeah, have, had, you don't know you know should have had a good yeah. twenty half, twenty minutes, half an hour getting to know them. And apart from Chris Hemsworth read like telling uh, Dana about some books, that's about it. You should you, you should have That's seen true. them seen seen all of their personalities first, and then them slowly changing. And I think if you, I mean, if you did that, you, I mean, you could probably get away with it. Yeah, you could get away with it. But they're probably just scared of it being taken all of the fun and joy out of it. But they, they they that is something that it really needed for me. Like you needed to get to know them, to know the people that we were going there, and then we start going. Why are they acting like that? And then you find out that they've all been duped by gas later
0: or. Up, that's what's going on Um, I, Yeah, that's a really good point I agree I also think that it spoils it a bit because I remember before I watched it again I remembered that the big turning point was the uh, the motorcycle bit you know where he rides the motorcycle yeah. over the <laughs> thing and then hits the wall I remember that being that more of a shock than it was because early on when they're driving there you see the um the eagle sort of following them and then it hits that, they didn't need that bit, and it would have been, the motorcycle bit would have been, a lot better, as the the thing on its own, you know yeah, what I mean, prob- it's like prob- their means probably, of escape, yeah, like- because like, with the, the, the eagle flying into the thing, spoils it a bit, and it doesn't add anything, because you get that tenfold, with the motorcycle bit, and it's shocking, and then it also shows you, there's this whole, there's this force field around it, um, and it kills off like the main guy, abruptly in the middle, so it, it just didn't yeah. need that eagle bit I've, It was just like ruined it yeah, a bit.
1: Definitely.
0: Um so yeah, thanks for clearing up that weird joke bit at the start as well, because I know I just yeah. It's not, it well, it's, not it, it's not it's 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 just it's weird,
1: it's just like it's it's something that it it's only out. it's only Josh Whedon that finds stuff like that funny. And it's like he, Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean Imagine being somewhere and and you and you you mate two of your mates as a couple do that. You just say, "Shut up, <laughs> you grow up, pair of you."
0: Yeah, I just don't. It stuck out like yeah. a sore thumb. We talked about the sort of the the twist not being rich. I remember more of being a twist with the with the motorcycle thing, and and then it was like, "Oh yeah, okay." And then there's this whole other big brother sort of world. um I I didn't remember it being as it was, which is a sort of, you you get both sides from the start and it's a reveal. And to be fair, that's probably better than revealing it with with a big twist at some point. Um, So as Sean, you said it was a bit jarring before, how the sort of two sides of the story come together. See, I, I, I liked that. I thought the whole Big Brother thing worked as a, a plot device. Um also uh, talking about references. Again, there's another one I think that um you're the guy who's the guy that you said was the only good Definitely character. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um I think his, his character's surname is called um is Truman, which is obviously a, a nod to the Truman Show. Zit Truman Show yes. Um so you didn't sort of like how they the two the two sides intertwined and married each other? Well, they didn't marry each other. It's like they were going through a divorce, but didn't realize it. Um,
2: I, I, I just I couldn't. It was just boring. Like I hate this back and forth stuff about any film. To be honest with you, like you can show me it and you can drop clues and stuff, and you can still be funny. But like, I'm not. I'm not bothered about any of his characters because he's too focused on keeping these two stories going par- par- parallel. Um, that you don't get to know any characters from either side and can I just ask why a facility like that would have a page button that would
0: allow all of the monsters to escape no you can't because because then Sean the thing can't yeah. happen which is the best bit of the film
1: that the fact that that is that is a question that you formed proves that you've In read board. far too much into this I think I, I genuinely think it's made for people like me—not quite a horror purist, but they, let, they they know a good horror film when they see. it. Well, that's
0: like, the thing. I'll take insanely. you back again, Sean, and say it's meant to be like that because it's a satire, and that will be my excuse for everything. In fact, it would have been even better well, if exactly. the, the the purge button just said "release all monsters." That would have been smarter, and it would have been better if it just because I mean the the whole point of everything in this film, all the horror aspects. Oh, that it's very much on the nose. So rather than purge it, which is what a button—if one existed in such a facility—existed, then what? Again, why would it? Well, you know, it probably would be called purge or something. When in reality, in, in, for the purpose of this film, to be very on the nose, it should have just been called monster release button. Mm. No, <laughs> I'm not paying into that. at all.
1: Most unimpressed, yeah, <laughs> because,
0: because I know before I said, Oh, that's what they could use to sort of defend the film from any criticism, but now I've realized that's what I'm doing to defend the film because I like it and you don't. Yeah, well. I thought the, the marrying of the two, um, the two sort of parallel narratives came together like, hold on, a very. <laughs>
2: You know, you know when Hold the blood
0: up. you know when the blood trickles down those carvings. yes I, do. I don't understand that either whose blood is it and where's it come from and why yeah. do they have to wait that doesn't matter Sean the whole point it matters. of it is it's a subversion of horror which no, things are well I'm sorry this it's is why true. you don't like even it even if it's a subversion of horror the world should make sense and that does not make sense yeah I didn't I didn't really understand it I was like I understand why they have to kill them in a stupid manner
2: yeah, um, again, and in a uh, certain
0: way because the yeah. gods like to watch it or whatever. Um, but, but yeah, it's a bit like... It's, it's symbolic, isn't it? Maybe it's just so the humans can keep count of the people that they've... I don't know. They've got
2: cameras everywhere. Yeah, plus
1: the fact that it yeah. does explain <laughs> almost everything else except that. Like, it, it, I'm I mean, sure Chicago there's more if I in, keep yeah. thinking. I'm sure there is. You could just make shit up, to be honest.
0: So yeah, yeah, I won't yeah if they, they they should have they should have like had a little man, like a little runner, go to the the corpses, or like they should have shown them being I don't know maybe dragged off or something. Um, because yeah, that the blood isn't that belonging to those people that have died, is it? Yeah, well,
2: exactly. Yeah, and they wouldn't be able to get Chris Waters. Just- it's the name Chris because he's. Right,
1: yeah. But It's something. It's it's frustrating because it's something that could have just been explained with like two two lines of dialogue, just just because they explain everything else. You spend half the f- film explaining most what's going on. But but the thing is. With the...
0: Yeah, but the, I suppose you could say the thing is as well. It's like you draw draw your own conclusions because it's like they think about it. They all work in that facility. So they all know what the thing is behind uh, when he opens that thing. Yeah. So it's like well there will be no reason for any of them to
2: yeah, explain it was, to each
0: other. If there but was any
2: everything else, like it's what yeah, I was gonna say.
0: Constantly. If there was
1: if it left anything else up to your kind of own interpretation, then fair enough, but it's just that. And it's just this is what I'm talking about. It's just weeding just going, Yeah, don't need to explain that. So I'll carry on. I'm in charge.
2: Well, I Wait, believe but, that. Let's go and bully bully someone. (laughs) Oh, yes, I went there. I was just about to bring that up because I can't believe that we watched a film by him now. And I'd be really interested to know whether anyone on this film experienced the behaviour that has been put out there. I've no idea what you're talking about. Joss Whedon's a knobhead, basically. He's a bully. He's a sexist, misogynist, Um. People on the shows and films that he's worked with have all started speaking out against him, against his mm. practices.
1: What's the lady who played Cordelia?
2: Charisma Carpenter. Yeah, she, she, she spoke up, didn't she? She did. And I truly believe, because I remember at the time when Angel was on the TV, that um, what happened to her, because basically she got pregnant and he was furious with her because she was pregnant and mm. like just wrote a character off the show. And then brought her back for one episode, and then killed her
1: <laughs> he, um, because
2: he, she was pregnant, and she was terrified to tell him. How awful is that? What a knob! He did go a bit drunk with power, didn't he? he and it was late
1: nineties as well, so in the in the in the era of second era of getting
2: away with it, he he would have thought he was king of the ring. No, this was early two thousands.
0: They um How they got. It? There was an attempted um attempted lawsuit, I believe. Um there was uh, a, a book that was entitled The Little White Trip Colon, A Night in the Pines. Oh sorry, book um,
2: colon was that. The oh, I'm,
0: I'm sorry. A Little White Trip Colon. <laughs> I haven't what? read that. Sorry, A Little White Trip Colon. A Night in the Pines. Um the lawsuit <laughs> was dropped after like five months. Um right uh, I imagine there was no there was no basis for it or maybe the Lionsgate or whatever just lawyered up and right. threw loads of money in it. It didn't say it was settled out of court and obviously I've never read the book and from what it sounds like neither has anyone else. What is um, the book called? It's called The Little White Trip colon A Night in the Pines.
2: So what is the story really similar? Is there...
0: No idea, didn't look into it. All right. <laughs> it's just a I'm glad we explored this point in, in case we needed to fill our time but I thought there's no point because it's like um, 2007 this looks like a self-published thing of course but the, what they say about self-publishing is that it's they, they do it because because no one will pick it up because they, they can't handle the truths on display um Okay. Oh, that it's rubbish. I may check that out actually.
2: Oh, it is self published. It is
0: a little white trip. Self published. Oh. Great. Does it, up I, it. say how many pages? Um it does look quite... no, it actually doesn't look that thick. No, it doesn't. Mm. Is okay. there um is there a synopsis? No, that's what I'm just trying to find now. Just don't yeah.
2: want to read the whole thing. No, we don't want to do that
0: am I might do, actually, just so I can... T-
1: yeah.
2: ...tweet Joss waiting and uh, The judge deciding
1: that while the book and the movie shared the same premise, they were executed in totally different ways, so it's been dismissed. Oh. Unlucky.
2: No, there's no synopsis on there.
0: Weird. Oh, well. They usually, um in films, what has happened recently... um. I'm thinking more superhero films. Uh, there's a sort of, it gets to a point, the film is usually garbage anyway, and then it gets to uh, a tipping point when the, the baddie comes to the fore or whatever. And it's just an absolute whirlwind of CGI and it's rubbish. Um, but I really, really enjoyed this particular CGI gore-fest whirlwind. I thought you know it was It doesn't overdo it.
2: So I think do it, it does.
0: It. I, th- I think it does overdo it, and it's all the better for it.
2: Do you know when the? Um, it's great when the um, the, uh, camper, the camper the campervan goes oh. through the little tunnel,
0: and you like watch it go around the cliff face. Obviously, a nod to North by Northwest. will go on. It
2: looked like a cartoon. It looked more like this fucking mystery machine to me. To be honest with you, yeah. it yeah, looks like someone not, had
0: not, drew it. It's a nod to Scooby Doo, the mystery a machine. Another piece of brilliance from the misogynist bully
2: another stunned silence there. yeah <laughs> actually nothing would come out I think my throat closed over for a second yeah. I, I find that just really surprising that Joss Whedon has done that because his most famous work is about female empowerment and he's he's not yeah, about that I think he's, he's like, one
1: of these people I think he's one of these people who, who uh, he, he's, he's a bit of a nerd. So he hasn't had much luck with the ladies, but he holds them on. It's like fucking like me a bit. Um, he holds them on this pedestal, but he hates them all because all they've done is shit on him. And yeah, if he's got any kind of power over them, he goes a bit mad on it. And I mean, I, I, as I said before, I like the first three seasons of Buffy, didn't really bother with Angel. I like that Firefly film. I think I was talking to you about it the other Serenity, day. Wasn't I? Yeah, yeah. I tried to watch, tried to watch the series. I couldn't get into it that that well. It's really the good. The film was
2: series, but it's still good.
1: And I was very surprised when he got the Avengers. I was, I was perplexed really how he got the Avengers. Um, but he did a good job of it. He's a massive one anyway. nerd.
2: And do you know, when I first heard that Just Joss was doing the Avengers, I did not even think of Marvel. Do you know what I thought? That old TV show from the sixties. Oh, with the... Yes. yes. With Honor Black. No,
1: that's...
2: And yeah. I thought, that would be absolutely brilliant. And then I saw bloody floor, floor, Thor flopping floor. about and Hulk and stuff. And I was like, oh, Jesus, sure. it's good not, not going to be for you this night. And it wasn't. Continue.
0: What are we <laughs> okay. on? I don't know. Oh, right, okay. okay. Uh, I like the way it comes, um, it comes full circle, sort of um and um one of the guys brad thingy the one that's not richard jenkins um says so sort of <laughs> when, when the girl's escaping they're like oh it doesn't really matter he says he almost starts rooting for the girl um which which was nice um which <laughs> no which problem. i uh,
2: yeah
0: i i understood to be um sort of it's oh and you've you realized now what you've done you've obviously created this sort of this this real life horror film where just like in a horror film you start, start rooting for the girl at the end but like I say it's, it's all part of it it's, it's wonderful uh, self-awareness um, so yeah I don't understand why you could dislike a film Sean where a man is go to death by a unicorn um, which is the, my favourite and best death Really bizarre. Really, really bizarre. I like, think so?
2: All of the other things on that board were like things that, yeah, they're traditionally horror film, fit, like monsters. Unicorn.
1: Yeah. Like,
2: I don't get it.
1: You can get a possessed unicorn.
2: Can you? They don't exist. You can get a
1: possessed anything. anything.
2: So. Well, man, man, don't exist, so far as we know. The giant no. snakes. Well you haven't been on YouTube and looked at those, all those videos <laughs> of male men and male women found on the beaches of somewhere, Thailand. Anyway, I no, mean. I did not like the unicorn bit. Do you know
1: what? Do, do you know what, right? I thought, I, I, was, I was looking forward to this and I was thinking, do you know what? At last, I'm going to find out why Sean doesn't like this film. And I still have no idea. <laughs> I still genuinely
2: have no idea. It is just that I am so disinterested. In what it is about, I just I don't care. I'm not I'm not bothered. I'm not bothered, and there is no like absolute hatred of it, like other films. Um, there is no passion for it from me. I just I'm not bothered.
0: Like it's there, so, so that's strange because usually you have strong feelings one way or another. Usually.
2: Well, it's usually, last,
0: hate. You, you, usually one way to be honest. Yeah, well,
2: usually I think the last few have just been like, Ugh. like
0: Rosemary's Baby was like, Rosemary's mm. Baby was very, mm. and I I remembered it being better than it was. Yeah, I remember yeah. it being. I think it's fantastic. Two and a half hours as well.
2: I mean, I love it. Yeah, I d- I don't know. I just don't know. And I think when this came out, there was talks of a sequel. I'm not really sure how that. How did this perform? Like with critics and stuff does anyone know it, it did all right like it was um
1: I've just seen the budget and the budget was 30 million dollars which i think is really quite good to be honest and um it's it's definitely respected like made, made its money back double double it's but
2: it's it's a uh, it's budget but is it one of the, those films that I mean, I can't remember what the trailer was like. Is it one of those films, like what you said, John, about the Blair Witch, where it promises what it is and then it doesn't really deliver, so it's got the money, it's made the money, but it doesn't deserve it?
1: Uh, it I mean, it's got 92% on Rotten Tomatoes, and it's wow, 7.2 it? 7. on IMDb. It's, wow.
0: It's, it's considered a good film. I remember It's a um, success. It's only you that can't explain why you don't like it. In the world, I remember oh. when, like... um they said when the actors were sort of um, were doing uh, auditions for it, they were acting scenes that weren't in the actual film. And then until they like signed on, they weren't sort of told what sort of film it was. Obviously, I mean, again, another another on the nose, you know, horror reference was it? its title, you know, it's called Cabin in the Woods. So you're thinking, oh, right. Okay. So here we go. It's just a horror film. It's, you know, it's Evil Dead and they don't know that it's, Evil Dead means, meets meets the Truman Show meets uh, yeah. They Live sort of thing almost. Um, yeah. The only thing that is like when you say, I'm sure I've read stuff about Cabin in the Woods too, but I don't know how you do Cabin in the Woods too when the world ends at the end of Cabin in the Woods one. The big hand comes in. It's, it's comes weird and slams it?
2: and, because yeah, the big hand does come out. Which why does the God have a hand anyway? And why was it why and why is it living under the earth? But because also, it's a
0: subterranean ancient
2: Sean, so it's a physical thing, then is it a god? I don't think they're the yeah. same thing, they're not yeah. the same thing. No, well, Enough. that's a, that. that's a um,
0: it's too discussion for another time. time.
2: But then, if those two die first, is that is the sacrifice
0: done? That's a good point. So, if the, the hand crushes the stone and then i mean i don't think it is because then it's so i think
1: of, we we've got to kill on haven't we but they, yeah. i i think you're reading too much into it mate i
2: can yeah. i can see the look on your face and you I just i don't think joss has read enough into it i i the,
1: the only thing for me that's missing is is i say the only thing but you needed the, you needed much more character development in it um the rest i can forgive to be honest because it's so yeah. much fun all the way through yeah
0: the ending is quite odd, but I like that it's not an obvious ending. I like that they didn't sort of um you know, everything was was fine, which is sort of what you would get, funnily enough, in a in a normal horror film usually. And then but well, I mean sometimes there's a twist. you, know, you look at um look at uh, Friday the thirteenth, uh, the first one where everything's seemingly really okay and then um but uh yeah, so I, I like the ending, even if it was a bit off kilter. and it was a bit back and forth, and it can, and it did feel a bit convoluted. Um, but at the same time, maybe humanity does just need to end, um, and that's something I can certainly get on board with. Um, I agree. Yes, I agree. I agree with you. And uh, so that's what I'd done thought of the movie. That's what I <laughs> don't
2: of a little
0: bit. The the film, sorry, Sean. It's all right, go on. Uh, the film obviously wasn't scary.
2: No.
0: Um, I think that's what. No. Brought, I, I, it's it's uh it's not meant to be really. Um. So I did. Anyone find it scary? John, John? probably.
1: I love the way it comes to me first. It made me jump bits of it made me jump, but it didn't Shut really up. Of course it did it's a pretty big wolf jumped up against the window. Oh my
2: good God
1: um not not like it didn't scare me, scare me, it entertained me and thrilled me but um, it made me jump in a couple of places, but that was about it.
0: Okay, just so about my what... level of horror I can handle, I think. yeah, I was going to say if it's a film, a horror film that John really loves then it...
2: Yeah.
0: It can't really be that. Give me a point.
2: comedy horror any day. Ugh, I can't decide <laughs> well, I nice. would have I would have enjoyed if there was some sort of relation to Buffy there. Um I just I can't have. decide. You probably wouldn't have got onto it. Um but no, I would have because <laughs> you would I don't told mean me. I don't mean like you see him, Buffy. I mean something that would link the things together because I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I'd have liked
0: that more or not. David Barianas. I mean, yeah.
2: I, I, I
1: am very glad that didn't happen because I wouldn't have watched it.
2: But well, loads of people put stuff in that relates to previous works and later works.
1: Yeah, it's a nod to horror films, not Buffy. I know Buffy's important to, to people.
2: But it's yeah, no, but Dad, not. Don't be me. silly. Don't be silly.
0: What? I mean,
2: I said don't be silly.
1: It's not, But it's not a celebration of Buffy, it's a celebration of horror.
2: It's not a celebration of Buffy, and I know it's not a celebration of Buffy, but it's something that Drew and Joss both worked on, and directors do it all the time, just because it's something that you didn't like. But that's not what the film's about, though. It doesn't matter. Okay. <laughs> um, what I was trying to say, John, I don't mean, like, it needs to be a massive plot point, but, like, an inside thing for... Yes, like, even one of the demons that she used to fight, like, there's this episode in season five where this dragon thing comes out of um, this thing, this, like, little bit. And if we'd have saw that, then it would mean nothing to a casual viewer. But to me, it would be like, oh, my God,
0: that thingy from episode 22. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Okay, so has anyone got any uh, final thoughts on um the film or its surroundings or Josh Whedon being a misogynist bully or any any other any other little tidbits like that. Allegedly, allegedly a misogynist bully, we should definitely say that in
2: case we get sued. Well it's your all of the money that we've got. Yeah. So <laughs> exactly. before you get sued,
0: this is like your thing. Yeah but you said it <laughs> <laughs> Any final thoughts? Or are we ready to go to a vote? No. Not really. I'm, I'm all good. No final thoughts. I still okay. don't understand.
1: I still have no idea why Sean hates it. I, I don't hate I thought it.
2: This was
1: be, I thought this was going to be the moment I've been waiting for for, for, like, for like seven years. And it just hasn't shed any I
2: don't, light on it at all. Because I don't hate it. I just... I, there's not, nothing about it interests me, captures my imagination. Nothing. It's just a... I mean, it's there. It is there. It just... It's... uh, No. No. Not interested.
0: Okay. So, um, (laughs) to the vote, I want to go first and say it is Nightmare Cinema because, no, it's not scary, but it's a brilliant... It's the only... As far as I'm aware, it's the only film of its kind. It is not a horror film. It's an anti-horror film with elements of horror. And it is... Marvelous, so John, let's get this yeah. this wrapped
1: up. It, it it can't be anything else. It's to me, it's flawed, obviously, but it's if if you're a horror fan and you and you're gonna make something that celebrates horror, you're gonna make something similar to this. For me, it's I think it's I just I love it. I think it's deeply entertaining, and it has everything you want from from everything that horror films are about all the way Nightmare Cinema
0: All right, uh, Sean is uh, already shaking his head
2: listen John if I I am a horror fan and I would not make a film like this if I could make a film I wouldn't I don't want to know the sort
0: of films that you've made I wouldn't
2: I wouldn't even write (laughs) a film like
0: this because it's
2: it's boring as hell looks good Boring as hell. Don't know the characters. Story doesn't really make that much sense. It's not very interesting. I'm not bothered about the people <laughs> in the office. I'm not bothered about the people in the cabin. No one's interesting. Even the virgin is boring. Well, they're always boring. But even the the slutty girl is boring, and she dies like straight away, just because she gets the kid off. So I don't hate it, but I don't like it. So obviously, I would just I'd eat the popcorn. And probably I like the
0: way that you, you you you
1: kind of put your pen down in a passive aggressive way and didn't even notice. <laughs> <laughs> Just like
2: I
0: hate everything. Uh.
2: <laughs> but that's it. I don't. This has got this has got no emotion from me at all. And I was I was like gutted that we were going to watch it, but not gutted because like oh, I can't stand this film. Like American Horror American Horror Story, American Werewolf. And it was just like, oh, I've got to sit through that again.
0: So thanks. <laughs> so that that's that that's an it's not a total now. No, I'd stay for the popcorn. That's that's it. Okie dokie. I mean, well, that has wrapped up yet another episode of Nightmare Cinema. Um, I thought we had a really, really good discussion today. It's a, a really interesting film, no matter if you like or dislike, to sort of to dissect and, and get into. Mm. Um Oh. Mm. You've done it. A... Do it again. Which? The noise. Did mm. you just get that on a button? You know, <laughs> like how on uh, radio and stuff they have buttons where we can ins- insert the noise later. I'll record. That's that... I'll record That's sort of... later if you want. Do, Record a variety of ones and then just set them on like the, the keys, the buttons. And then know i know, I might use actually, them throughout. I might actually do that because having these discussions with you, there are some phrases that I say usually like. Sure,
2: oh. mocking or, bingo. Why or your stream. We need a. Bingo. We need, a, we need show a bingo and bingo, bingo. Yeah, I'll rec- I'll record something that I probably don't need to be here. Yeah? Like use gas to just fill the gaps. Yeah, we can let us <laughs> lo- yeah. just it's press a banks.
0: button or press a button that says sorry. What, no. f- what sorry film did we do go. show mock and Bingo Absolutely
2: with? No. Oh, it was it was The oh, Prince yeah. of Darkness. I mean that warranted. I got much I got not know
1: about. 18
2: things. I think we got about 12 from you. Got a run you in the last minute. Lot. like a lot. So it's my turn next week again. And I'm just trying to think of a really suitable clue. But I think it's one of those That's films. That's not easy, is it? No. If, I think it's one of those films where if you give a clue, you're going to get it straight away because it's, it's such a famous film. Such a famous film. And it's such a well-loved film.
0: It's a slasher film, yeah. Right. So, from all of us here at Nightmare Cinema, it is time to bid you farewell um, after another gripping installation. Um, We will see you again in a fortnight um, for uh, yet another delve into uh, the world of horror and scary things and mixed opinions. Thank you so much for listening. Um, do go and uh, rate us on um, iTunes and all those lovely things uh, because it would really help us climb the slippery podcast ladder. Um, (laughs) So from myself, John, and Sean, it's time to say goodbye. 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 Bye. Bye Bye-bye.